this book because it's got a lot of great information, a lot of tremendous teaching there. And so I want to talk to you about this, uh, these verses here in James chapter 3. And James writes this. He says, indeed, we all make many mistakes. How many of you guys will agree that we, we make mistakes all the time? I, I'm uh, the world's probably best at making mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could control ourselves in every way. That's Incredible. Go, let's go on. And we make, we make a large horse go wherever we want because by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. Verse 5. And in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body... The tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless. It's evil. It's full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. I want to talk to you today about the power of our words. The power of our words. Last month, I, I, I briefly mentioned this to you, uh, that last month we had a Girl Talk conference. And uh, so what happens is when, the, when a conference ends, when a camp is over with, uh, because we are so highly invested in the camp, Brandon Becker, the camp directors, okay, our kids. When the event gets over, okay, we scramble around to try to get ready, you know, to, to leave the campground. And we do that. What we do is we go and empty all the trash, okay? We go into the dorms and we make sure that there's not a bunch of garbage in there or stuff in there. And, and so we go around the whole camp and clean everything up and we usually mop floors and do all kinds of stuff. And so at the end of Girl Talk, we had several that were there with us down there at Girl Talk from the church. And uh, a lot of these guys in the worship team were down there with us and, and we're, we're, the event's over with. And it's like, as soon as we get, get this place tidied up, we're going to leave, okay? And so what happened was we completely got everything done. Now, normally at the end of the retreat, we've always got all these empty boxes, okay, because of food or whatever, okay? And, and we've got this big, gigantic pile of empty boxes. And so what we normally do is we take the boxes and we go to the burn place that we've got a we burn logs and all kinds of stuff there. And we take the, now the trash, we have a big dumpster, okay? But the cardboard boxes, we take them and we burn them, okay? We're in a, we're in a county, we're in a place where uh, burning is not a problem. It's very remote. And so we take the boxes and burn them. So we got everything ready to go. We're just about ready to get in our automobile and go drive home, okay? That's a great place to be at the end of the conference and retreat, okay? Because we're totally wiped out. And so we got this big pile of boxes. And so I went down there to the, to the burn pile, 
and I'm thinking about those boxes, and uh, I thought, I really need to burn these boxes. But we had one big problem. The wind was blowing so hard, okay? Now, we had just been there. I said the retreat was April 2nd. No, the retreat was April the 16th. And we had just two weeks earlier than that, we had another work day at the camp. And uh, Nick, we burnt leaves all day long. We burnt leaves from early in the morning till late in the afternoon. We had no problem whatsoever. And so, but after the re after this retreat, we went down there. We got this big gigantic pile of boxes, and I thought I really need to get rid of those boxes. I need to burn them. But the wind is blowing so hard, and my better judgment said this. My better judgment said, you probably ought to break the boxes down and go take them to the dumpster, okay? But I went against my better judgment, okay, because my body was tired. And I thought, I can stand right here, and I can burn these boxes in a matter of just a couple of minutes, and they're going to be gone, and I do not have to break them down, and I do not have to walk them all the way down to the dumpster, okay? So I go in the kitchen. I give me a little lighter fluid, okay? We had, we had a church that donated like 9,000 gallons of, of hand sanitizer, okay? Alcohol-based hand sanitizer. We said, what are we going to do with it? Well, it works great for lighter fluid, <laughs> Okay, so I get me one of those things of, of alcohol-based hand sanitizer, and I get me a lighter, and I go, and I'm looking at that pile of boxes, and I'm thinking, I probably shouldn't do this, square that, but it's going to be just a minute, and I'm going to watch it burn all completely down. There's not going to be a problem at all. So I put, that, I put that stuff on there. I put that alcohol-based hand sanitizer on there. And I struck that lighter, and that thing just went straight up. It's just like, wow, pretty good, pretty good. And then all of a sudden, wind caught a little something on that fire, <laughs> and it blew off through the air like this. And it's like, oh, no. And then 20 foot behind me, the leaves caught on fire, okay? So I'm running down there, and I'm trying my best to stamp, stamp them out, okay? And then 20 foot further than that, it blows off down there, and then that starts burning, okay? Or you get the picture? And then we're right on the edge of the woods, and then the woods starts catching on fire, okay? And I'm trying my best. I got a little rake. I'm trying to beat it down. I'm trying to stomp it out the best I can, and I'm seeing that this thing is getting out of control. So I run into the auditorium, okay? There's no water. There's not a hose anywhere to be found, okay? There's the, the, the nearest water spout is like... 300 foot from where I'm at, okay? So I grab this big, gigantic bucket, and I go in and try to fill this big, actually, it's a trash can, try to fill this thing up. And I told Will, and I told some of the team, and, you know, Lauren and some of these other guys were there, and uh, I said, hey, guys, uh, there's a fire that's burning out of control, okay? And so we all ran out there, and the, the thing is raging. It's going down into the woods. It keeps going. It keeps going. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And so I get this blower, and we're trying to make a fire break by blowing the leaves back to stop the fire from going, okay? But when I do that, the fire is jumping the fire break, going to another place, okay? And uh, so Becca said, do you think I ought to call the volunteer fire, fire department? Probably be a good idea. Be a good idea. Okay, so she did, and then they finally did come out there. 
with more leaf blowers to create fire breaks and chainsaws and stuff to because there's a lot of dead trees and, and limbs and stuff to, to cut them off and to, and to contain the fire. And so finally, probably an hour, hour and a half, we got the thing under control, okay? And um, I, I was, got to thinking about that. And uh, I just really felt like the Holy Spirit was kind of checking me in my spirit. And God was saying this, that is how our words, that is the fire that our words create. The things that we say are, are chaos is created by the words against our better judgment. Our better judgment says this, I probably shouldn't say that to my wife, okay? I probably shouldn't say that to my husband. Our, our better judgment says, I probably shouldn't say that to my friend. But against my better judgment, I say it anyway. James tells us, that people make many mistakes. And we often make mistakes with the words that we say. James said this, he says, the tongue is a small thing. But the tongue, the words that we use, create sparks that cause tremendous destruction. He went on and he writes, he says, you know, we could control a large ship with a tiny rudder. And it's easier to control a, a large ship with a tiny rudder than it is to control our words. Because we just, you know, this human nature, we just got to say it. We've got to share it. Okay. Now we use our words in a lot of ways. On social media, we use our words. And people often have a way of pushing our buttons and we just got to say it. We just got to put it out there. But what we're not thinking through is we're not thinking through the, the, the ramifications of the things that we're going to say. We're not thinking through the firestorm that our words are going to, 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 to create. The first point is this. Get this, okay? If you're taking notes, either, you know, physically or mentally, get this. Just because you think it doesn't mean you have to say it. Okay? Just because you think it doesn't mean you have to write it. And be careful what you write, okay? Be very careful the text messages you send to someone, okay? Because someone might be screenshotting that thing so they can save it for later on, okay? So just because you think it doesn't mean you've got to say it. In fact, what we need to do is this. When we think it, we need to hold on to it. And we need, to, we need to retain that in our own heart and soul and, and, and think about what those words are, are going to bring. Think about those consequences because people have got a way of pushing our buttons. And we've got a way of saying the wrong thing. There's a lot of times misunderstandings are created by words, okay? Now, I'm, if you know me very well, I'm half deaf, okay? I'm, I'm deaf in, in my right ear because I had a brain tumor 20 years ago. And due to that surgery, I lost my hearing. Now I hear very well in my left ear, okay? So if we're hanging out, I, I got no problem hearing you, all right? But I, I misunderstand what people say. I ran into a guy the other day that I've known for many years, and uh, he was talking to me. And I, what I thought he was asking for was I, think, I thought he was asking for me to pay his rent. <laughs> 
okay? I thought that's what he wanted. But what he's actually asking me for is if I would marry him and his fiancée, perform the ceremony. <laughs> so I took the whole conversation into the whole spin of, you know, when I'm thinking he wants me to pay his rent, and then I'm talking to him about the church, we're building the church, we got the parking lot, it's going to cost astronomical amount of money, and, and the guy's just like, well, man, maybe I can start a collection, maybe I can donate some money. He's just like, okay, I got it. No, he's not asking for rent money. And he goes, what I really need is someone to marry me and my fiance. I said, I'd be happy to do that for you, buddy misunderstandings, okay? You ever been in a great mood before? Guys, we're in a great mood. We're thinking about how blessed we are. We're thinking about the, the, the lady that God put in our life, and we're just relishing in the moment. But we say the wrong thing, and it creates a misunderstanding, and all of a sudden we're in a fight with our wife or our girlfriend. And just a couple minutes earlier, we were thinking about how wonderful she was. But because of misunderstanding, because we didn't choose the right words, because we didn't preface it exactly the right way, okay? Misunderstandings can happen. A lot of times, uh, if people push our buttons, something sends us off the edge, we get mad. But here's what the Holy Spirit tries to stop us. The Holy Spirit tries to check us. The Holy Spirit will say, you know, you probably shouldn't say that. But many times, against our better judgment, what we do is we uh, quench the Holy Spirit, we quench our conscience, and we say, you know what, I know I shouldn't light that fire when the wind is howling, but against our better judgment, we say it anyway. Against our better judgment, we text it anyway. Against our better judgment, we post it anyway when God was trying to stop us. Just because you think it doesn't mean you have to say it today. But let's do this. Let's re remember and let's think about the consequences of the words that we say. Because in a split spec set, in a split moment, in a split second, with no thought for the dest destruction, often we use words that are going to cause damage to other people. Lifelong friendships has been damaged by words. Marriages have suffered because of words. Churches have been split and divided by words, okay? Some of you have heard this story before. Uh, when I was a kid, I lived around St. Louis, uh, suburban St. Louis. We went to a church called St. John's Assembly of God. It was a great church. In fact, we went to this, the first Sunday we went to the church, they were in a little storefront building. Wasn't very big. It wasn't, it wasn't as big as this room. And they were packed in there. They were having church in that little assembly of God on St. Charles Rock Road. And we went in there, and right across the street, kind of like the situation we're in, they're building a brand-new building right across the street. And it was going to be very soon they're going to be in their new building. And so me and my family, my mom and dad, we went to that church and began to attend that church. And it was a great church. I mean, it wasn't a huge church, but it was a good church. It was a solid church. Uh, the pastor, uh, we, we went there, we, 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 went, we were there with him through the uh, storefront building phase. 
We went into the new building, and it was a great church, man. I, t- I learned so much about God in that church. Uh, I just, quoting, quoting the Bible, memorizing the Bible was, was really taught heavily. And a lot of times, what our pastor would do was, before he would preach, his name was Ivy Hibden. Ivy Hibden was his name. And Brother Hibden would get up, and right before he preached, he'd stand at the pulpit, and he'd say, who has a Bible verse you would like to quote? Okay, I'm like a nine-year-old boy, okay? And just like, man, this is my chance to stand up and really shine. So I learned to quote a few Bible verses. And when Brother Hibden would say, who has a Bible verse to quote, I would stand up and I would quote a Bible verse. You know what my favorite Bible verse was? 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Wherewith some have coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. I quoted that verse over and over again, you know, when he'd ask for a verse, you know. And so uh, we, we learned so much there in that church. But here's what happened in that church. One night, how many of you guys remember testimony service? We used to have testimony service a long time ago. And uh, one night, Brother Hibden stood up and he had a lady come up there. Her name was Sister Nichols. No one knows. what This was 50 years ago, so you don't know who I'm talking about, okay? Unless she's watching on line right now. <laughs> no one knows her. She's probably been gone for 30, 40 years. He stands up. Sister Nichols, why don't you come up, come up tonight? Lead us in a testimony service. So she comes up there. And as soon as she gets up there, here's what she says. She says, well, I just got something on my mind, my mind tonight that I want to share. And she started in. She said, I don't believe the word of God is being taught in this church like it ought to be t- taught. Oh, my goodness. And she proceeded to rant and rave. You know what she did? She took the lighter fluid and she dumped it all over the church. And then she took her, you know, her, her whatever, her lighter out and she lit it on fire. And that little speech that she gave caused so much chaos, our pastor wound up going up and saying, I'm sorry, Sister Nichols, you need to have a seat. And, and she set her down, okay? And he didn't rant and rave after that. He was a, he was a great fellow. He was a real nice guy and, and a good pastor. But I'll tell you what, there was a firestorm that was set off on that particular night by what that lady said. And in the process... Some people left, some people stayed, but it caused a lot of destruction, okay? Point number two is this. First of all, just because you think it doesn't mean you got to say it. Just because you think it doesn't mean you got to text it. Just because you think it doesn't mean you got to post it. The second point is this, very quickly. Before you speak, carefully consider the impact of your words, Carefully consider. Guys, I'm telling you this, if you're married, <laughs> I'm telling you, be very, very considerate of what you're going to say to your wife before you say it. All right? Very cautious in what you're going to say to your friend, to your brother, to your sister. Be cautious of the things that we say. Before you speak, carefully consider the impact of your words. James taught that the tongue is a tiny thing. James said this, it can bring great destruction. He said the tongue can tear things down that are good. 
The tongue can destroy things uh, that were meant to carry the gospel. The tongue can destroy marriages. The tongue can destroy friendships. The, the, the tongue can, can, can destroy uh, groups of Christians that, that, that come together. So we've got to carefully consider the impact of the words that we use. We've got to get ready. Listen, my friend, get ready because at some point, at some moment in your life, somebody is going to make you mad. Somebody is going to offend you. And James tells us this, you've got to be ready and you've got to consider the words that you, that you use. Because there are many times we just need to hold our peace. There are many times we just need to keep our mouth shut. I've said many times I'm so glad that I don't say the first thing that comes into my head. I just, you don't have to give commentary on everything, folks. We think that we do today. You don't have to give commentary on everything. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2 and 3 says this. Always be humble and gentle. Get it? Be patient with each other. Make a, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together in peace. Before you speak, consider the words. The final point is this. Prepare your heart and mind to speak good things. We've got to condition ourselves to speak goodness. We've got to consider ourselves to speak words of mercy. We've got to, we've got to condition ourselves to hold our peace. We've got to condition ourselves to park our bitterness and to park our anger, and to park our resentment, because the devil is going to try to use every opportunity that he can to bring division and to cause a firestorm of emotions. And so we've got to be careful. I want, I want to ask you to consider some things today. Are we spending time with Jesus or spending time with our emotions? Are we spending time with Jesus or spending time with our temptations? Are we spending time with Jesus or spending time with our resentment and our offense and our hurt feelings? We got to condition ourselves. We condition ourselves for goodness and mercy and forgiveness by spending time with the Lord. Here's what happens when I read the Word of God. Here's what happens when I pray. I realize how, how, much I need God. The more I get into the Word of God, the, 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 the closer I get to God, the more I realize that I'm really not where I need to be. I'm conditioning myself for goodness and mercy. I'm conditioning myself for, for forgiveness. The closer I get to God, I'm recognizing my need of loving other people. The closer I get to God, I'm recognizing my need to forgive other people. Why? Because he has forgiven me. And i got to be willing to forgive other people. If, if, if I can't forgive other people, how in the world is God going to be able to forgive me? If I can't forgive other people, how in the world can I expect God to meet my needs today? We've got to prepare our heart and mind to speak good things. But because of this human nature, James says this, we all make many mistakes. It's so easy to blow up. It's so easy to tell someone off. 
but we've got to consider the consequences of everything that we say. I've met people before, they say, well, I'm, they're proud of the fact that they're a loose cannon. They say, well, my, I'm just like, I'm loud just like my mom was, and I'm proud of it. Or they say, I'm just like my dad, and my dad never pulled any punches, you know? My dad just let everyone have it. Do you want to be remembered that way? People are not going to remember you for how much money you've got, okay? People's not going to remember you because you correct. Well, they're going to remember you because you've corrected them all the time, okay? People's not going to remember you because how perfect your hair is or how perfect your physique is. People are going to remember you because of the way that you made them feel, okay? And so other people... <laughs> Other people's going to write our legacy. So we got to be careful of, of, of what we're pouring and investing in other people. Love and goodness and mercy today. No peace or happiness comes from harsh words. If we speak hurtful words, we can ask forgiveness, but that word will never be retracted. Think about it. The things that we say are often played over and over again in someone's memory, in someone's mind. And bitter words don't please God. They don't glorify God. They tear other people down. They destroy other people. But James says this. He said, control yourself. And if you'll learn to control yourself, that begins by controlling your tongue. Controlling your emotions, but God wants us to speak love. I'm closing, okay? You guys can come up. We're speaking love and honor. You know, so many times we, we withhold honor. We withhold respect and love and appreciation. You know why? Because we say, I just feel funny telling them how much I appreciate them. I, tell, I just feel funny telling them how much I love them. I just feel funny telling them how much I respect them. But you know what? When we get mad, we don't think a thing about just getting mad, blowing up, and telling someone off. <laughs> okay? Here's what you do. Speak honor and respect and admiration and love and hold the bitterness, the, ang the angriness, the harshness. Hold that. Love other people. Love other people. Care for other people. Today, we got to choose our, choose our words carefully. Words are powerful. Our words can glorify God. Our words, God wants us to use words that's going to encourage someone. Use words that's going to build up other people. Use words that's going to inspire and lift up others. I'll tell you what, when that fire was raging... When that fire was burning out of control, I thought, what in the world have I done? I can't believe how stupid I've been. <laughs> I can't believe. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done in my life. But it was an easy thing to do because I didn't think through what could happen. There had never been any problems before. You know, so many times, husbands and wives, we say things to each other. We take one another for, for granted for a long time. We talk disrespectfully to our spouse for a long time, and they just keep taking it, and they keep receiving it. I've seen couples before and, and, and wives that just kept 
listening to, to that garbage and listening to that junk and, and listening to being beat down. And then one day, those ladies got tired of it and they said, I've had enough. I'm leap, Dude, I'm leaving you. And they walked out. I've seen it happen before. I've seen it happen before. But here's what we need to do. We need to consider the words that we say. And just because we think it doesn't mean we've got to say it. <laughs> we think a lot of, just don't say it. If it's not going to glorify, if it's not going to edify, if it's not going to encourage, if it's not going to build up, don't even say it. And then if you decide to say it, I want you to fully think through what is going to be the impact of these words that I speak. What's the impact? What's going to be the final result? Am I lighting a fire that's going to be, bring dis destruction? And I'm praying every day, God, help me to condition myself not to speak my bitterness, not to speak my hurt feelings, not to speak my offenses, but God, help me to prepare and to condition myself to speak good things to speak positive things. Here's what you need to do. If you need someone, if you know someone that needs to be encouraged, you need to pick up your telephone and you need to call them. I just I would just had you on my mind today. I was just thinking about you today. I've got a guy in this James Maxwell <laughs> sends me a message almost every day and it says, "Buddy, I hope you have a good day." Wow. That's incredible. We all need to do that more. We need to encourage, be encouraging one another, lifting up one another today because we don't know what people's going through right now. All right? Let's condition ourselves for goodness, for mercy, for forgiveness. And that's, that's fighting against the flesh. That's, that's resisting the desires of the flesh. And we're going to do it by spending time with Jesus. We're going to do it by spending time in prayer. We're going to do it by spending time in the Word, conditioning ourselves to speak good things to other people. Let's close with prayer today. Dear Lord, we're just thankful, so thankful today, God, for these scriptures here in the book of James that teach us the importance of weighing our words. God, may, may we speak words that are going to lift. Let us speak words of life and liberty and encouragement because this flesh so many times wants to light a fire of destruction. But God, I just pray that you'll help us to learn, to grow, to become, Lord, what you would have us to be, to be used of you. I pray, God, those are here that are married, help us to consider carefully the words that we say to our husband or wife. Help us, God, to choose carefully the words that we say to our friends. Help us to choose carefully the words that we say to our friends. Help us to choose carefully the words that we use and say to our enemies because, God, you told us to love our enemies to pray for those that would despitefully use us. Help us, God, to control our words toward those people that don't think or act like we do. But, Lord, may we be Jesus. May we be the hands and feet and voice of Jesus. 
And God, may we speak words of life and peace and liberty and mercy and goodness and forgiveness to other people and help us to grow in these things right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, stand with us today. We're going to sing one more song before we close and just spend a few.